afternoon, good afternoon. This is Larry C. Mars coming to you live from Fishbowl Radio Network from Bedford, Texas. Oh, for the Power of Prayer show. And I talk about the power of prayer being a relationship builder between you and God. Every believer can build a relationship, an eternal, supernatural relationship with God because of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to continue to, to drill that in your heart so that every believer knows that they can reach God for themselves. And I'm thanking you for coming here today, uh, especially for those that are on Fishbowl and then also that are on fit, uh, Facebook Live. Again, as you're watching it, hit share, hit share, hit share, please, because this is for everybody. Let's pray. Dear only Father, we love you. We thank you. God, we, we, we just enjoy this day because this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, as we go over your love, your love, the greatness of your love, I pray that every heart will be open to receive the word of God and then go back and study it so that they know how much you love them over and over and over. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I'll start out like I usually do. Pencil, paper, and your word. Please, please, please. There's so much emotional stuff that is coming down the pike from churches and from teachers who wants, want, they want to grab hold to your emotional state so they can carry you away. But you have to understand, as a believer, you have to trust and obey and love the word of God because it is in you. He is in you. Jesus Christ is in you. So before you chase after, run after, follow somebody, you better know the word of God first. Your following is in Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So I want you to be able to study the word. Be a student of the word. And, and I got this thing the other day, and it, it, it kind of broke me. But those that are out there that are in other countries, let's get the word in their hands. Let's get the word because a lot of them want the word, and they don't have the Bibles in their language. So if you're affiliated with someone or with a group that, that are getting these Bibles out there, please support them. Because people need the word of God all over the world, different countries. You know, and here in the United States, we got Bibles on our shelves that's been sitting there since 19 aught. We have to open the word of God. Everybody has to have a Bible so that they can go back at any given time, midnight, daylight, whatever light, candlelight, flashlight, so they can read the word of God and the Holy Spirit helps them with the word come alive in our hearts and in our spirits. So please, I challenge you, if you hear of a group or church that is putting funds together to get the Bibles, okay, I'm telling you, there's people in Pakistan and where they need Bibles, okay, especially in Lahore, Shante Nagar, Karachi, all they need Bibles. And then I'm talking about India also, they need Bibles in their languages. So please help and support. 
because everybody needs the written word of God. Everybody needs it. So let's get started here. And I want to thank uh, uh, Dr. Keetra. Yesterday, uh, last week, she was on my show. Oh, she did a phenomenal job, and I just got some great comments. And I hope that you guys go ahead and get that pre-order, pre-order free, that devotional that she has written uh, uh, that gives scriptures of what she went through, okay? And she talked about that thing. And we talked about the love of Jesus Christ, the love of God, brings forth healing. It is the love of God that brings everything to us. So this is... Uh, it's titled, His Love Brings Value, and this is part four. His love brings value. And you have to understand that it is the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ, that brings us, that gives us everything that we need. Inside of that love, he's dropped everything. And one of the things I want to share with you again is that that love that God has given us is divine. It is holy, it is eternal, it is supernatural, and it is himself. Whatever God has given us, he gives us out of his heart, out of himself. You know, I, I, I hear people talk about love, and they equate it with the love of a wife, the love of family. No, the God's love can never be broken, because our love for our family, our home, it, 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 it's already broken. But the love, the eternal supernatural love of God is in us. Listen, we talked about this, and I'm going to read this scripture. Romans 5, 5 and 8. And hope maketh not a shame because the love of God, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Verse 8. But God commanded his love. He commanded his love. He gave it, but it is a commandment from him, his love towards us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for you and me. That's love. That's, that, that's John 3, 16 and 17. You know, we, we quote it, we run it, but where you sit down, I want you to sit down and just chew on it a while. God so loved, understand how much he loved you and I, that he gave his only begotten son. See, we have to sit down for a while and ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate John 3, 3 16 and 17, okay? Because you will understand and you will begin to know that nothing, see, this is, this is what I want you to get, that eternal supernatural love from God it comes straight from heaven into our spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit. It is sealed in there. So if it's sealed in there, no one, nothing, no matter what happens on the outside, can never take that love from you. The power, the supernatural power of God's love. But what we allow it now in, in, in our outside is that love to be tossed all over the place and even covered up by the things that has been done or we have done, okay? But I want you to, to understand that the power of God's love brings forth healing. The power of God's love brought us salvation, regeneration, 
reconciliation, grace and mercy out of the love of God. And I want you to understand, and we're going, we're going to go a different route when we talk about God's love, and I'm talking about value, value. God's love turned your value system upside down or back right, because the world is good for giving us things that, you know, doesn't really belong to us as believers, all right? Now, the world gives us the designations, okay? Generation Y, X, Z, all of this stuff, okay? But as a believer, none of that belongs to you. But we accept it. We bought it into our church. We bring it into our family. We bring it into our homes. And so we're under that. That's called sin. Whatever the world calls you as a believer it's not true. It is sinful. Okay. You have to relate what God's designated for you through his love. That's what we're going to talk about today. And that's why I want you to share this because so many of us are, again, broken. We've been called all kinds of names. We've done so, oh, we've done some stuff. But I'm telling you, it is the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ, the sealing of that love in the Holy Spirit that has set us free from this stuff. It has set us free from the pain and the hurt that the world has put on us. And some, and in some places, we have allowed to, to, to bring it in. And no longer as a believer, I'm challenging you to when you begin to hear people tell you who you are, you need to understand and you need to know who you are in Jesus Christ. Okay? And so when we look at this, I'm, I'm going to tell you, when we look at this, the first thing we need to understand is we're called Christians. What is a Christian? A Christian is a follower of Jesus Christ that obeys and applies his precepts. Listen to me carefully. A Christian is a person who follows Jesus Christ, who obeys and applies his precepts. Okay? So that means you're set apart to do these things in the name of Jesus, in the love of Jesus, through the heart of Jesus, because that's who we are. We are a part of Jesus Christ. Okay? And the Holy Spirit helps us get deeper and deeper into Jesus Christ. That's being a Christian. Okay? Where do we find that at? We find that in Acts chapter 11, verses 18 through 26. Okay? And I, I, I'm going to read it. I got to change glasses. Excuse me. I'm going to read it. Acts 11, 18 through 26. When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorify God, saying, then have God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Now they which were scattered abroad upon persecution, and they rose about Stephen, traveled as far as Phineas and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the word to none but unto the Jews only. See, back then, only the Jews got the word of God. Only the Jews. That's 
That was the first first uh, 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 people they preached to. And some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, which when they were in Adia, to Adia, Antioch, spoke unto, spoke unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them. And great numbers believed and turned unto the Lord. See, they were preaching the Lord Jesus. They were preaching Jesus Christ. Then as they heard it, then people began to get saved. They believed and they turned unto the Lord because they began to hear about Jesus Christ. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas, and he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came and he seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all that the purpose of heart, that with purpose of heart, they would cleave unto the Lord. He saw what they were doing and he was rejoicing. He was overjoyed because they had one purpose and that was teaching people about Jesus Christ. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Ghost and of faith. And much people was added unto the Lord. Most people, they were added, they came to the Lord. Now the Lord, remember, is the rock, the foundation of the church. And we see here, then departed Barnabas and Tar Tar to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And when he found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that the whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And see, these disciples, they were teaching. He's not only talking about the 12 now with Matthias, but he's talking about all the disciples because there were many now, okay, that became disciples. So now they were called what? Christians because they were Christ followers. They believed in Jesus Christ. They obeyed the word by the power of the Holy Spirit, because he said they were full of the Holy Spirit and faith. They walked by faith because the Holy Spirit began to teach them about Jesus Christ. And that's what really grew their faith. And then they began to apply it by preaching and teaching. Okay. And then they were called Christians. Because we have to understand something. We are called a whole lot of things. <laughs> We're called a whole lot of things, but we need to understand what did Jesus say we are? What did he say? Here, we're called Christians. Let's look at the next one. We're also called saints, okay? A saint is a person sanctified, set apart, for the holy and godly work of Jesus Christ. That's a saint. We are all saints. I'm not talking about we're Saint Peter, we're all, no. We are called saints, all right? We're set apart. Understand something. We are eternally and supernaturally set apart to believe and trust in God through the power of Jesus Christ with the help of the Holy Spirit to do some work to do some things, 
Okay, so if we're referencing being a saint or a Christian, they're primarily the same because it's been given to us because we believe and follow the works and the person of Jesus Christ. We obey and then we apply. Then I want to give you some others. We're talking about value. Okay, you are valuable and you're going to hear about some of these scriptures. And there's one I'm going to, uh, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, let me see if I can get this here, 1 Corinthians, yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, I'm going to change my glasses, verses 2 and 3. First Corinthians chapter one, verses two and three. And I'm gonna read this out of the Amplified. And it says, to the church of God in Corinth, to, to those sanctified, set apart, made holy in Christ Jesus, who are selected and called as saints, God's people, together with all those who, in every place, call on and honor the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace, inner calm, spiritual well-being from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Here, we are called saints. Saints meaning we belong to God. We have an awesome, sovereign, holy God who we are a part of, and the blessed part is he is a part of you and I. So we understand that. Matthew 10, verse 30 and 31. Yeah, we're going to go through these, these because I want you to understand how great of a God we serve. You know, Matthew 10, verse 30 and 31. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more valued than many spirits. You are valuable to Jesus Christ. You are valuable to God. That's why Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit, because we are valuable. He loves us. That love made you valuable. You are somebody in Jesus Christ. We are the elect of God. And here's, here's, here's another one. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, 20, and 21. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. See, we are the righteousness of God. We're ambassadors, meaning we stand up for Jesus Christ. We stand for righteousness. And then we go up, we are new creatures. We are new. When you receive Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, you are new from the inside out. We sing this song, 
I got to say, my hands are new. No, no, no. That is very wrong. That is a wrong song to sing because nothing on the outside ever changed. You change on the inside, that eternal. See, this is why I keep sharing. You need to know the word. Some of these songs are so far outside the word, but yet we sing them, we rejoice, we shout, and all of this stuff. But if you don't know the word, that emotional stuff or the wrong stuff will take you outside the realm of Jesus Christ where you need to be. So we need to understand we are new creatures. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things come new. The newness is Jesus Christ. The oldness is the sin, the sin nature we had. Now we have a new nature the eternal supernatural nature because of the love of God, the love of Jesus Christ, we're sealed in that new nature, okay? Yes, sin abounds, but we have the power of grace. Grace much more abounds. So we're not under sin, we're under grace. So when sin comes and, and we may submit or submit, we, by, by the power of the love of God and the grace of God, we can go to God, ask for forgiveness, and repent, turn from our wicked ways, and go back to God. See, that's the love of God. That's how deep that love is. You need to know how much he loves you so that you don't have to go through. You don't have to be broken all the time. You don't have to be tossed to and fro. No, you can tell yourself, I am loved by God. I am loved by Jesus Christ. And I am sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. When you get that in your spirit, joy, peace, love, all of that rears up in you because it's in you because of the love of Jesus Christ and the love that God commanded inside of you. That's why you study the word. That's why you need the word. Because perfect love, that agape love, that godly love, casts out all fear. Fear brings torment. The love of God brings healing, brings joy, peace, all of that from the inside, which no one can take away from you. Yes, it can be hidden because of sin. But when you finally realize what you have, then you can begin to stir it up in you so that all of this stuff that was holding you down can be destroyed in Jesus' name by his very love. I'm telling you, today, even you that are on your sick bed, even you that have uh, bad minds, your mind Study the love of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, you will get the breakthrough, but it's going to take you knowing how much he loves, obeying it, and walking in it. It's going to take some work. His love is free, but we have to work that love. You have to work it because so many things have been working against us every single day so that we have to work that love over and over and over and over so that we are overcomers. Listen, let's look at that. You know, we're overcomers, but let's look at this. Romans, Romans chapter eight, verse 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 
This is this is value. You you have to understand how valuable you are in Jesus Christ because He has made you. He has made you more than a conqueror. The, the, the word conquer is there, but the word before that is more. Whatever you think you can conquer, you've got more. There's more to it. There's more to God. There's more to Jesus. You can't put a stamp on it because there's more. You are more than a conqueror. You can get up because of Jesus Christ. You can fight the good fight of faith because of Jesus Christ. You can have joy, unspeakable joy, full of the goodness of God because of his love. All that belongs to you as believers. It belongs to you. You do not have to continue to submit to sin and the sin that surrounds you. You submit to Jesus Christ. See, it's hard to understand because uh, we didn't get this teaching in church early. You didn't get this stuff. All you got was emotional stuff. But when it comes to the word of God, it's kind of like, well, I don't know. I don't know. No, you start reading and allow the Holy Spirit to ignite the word in your spirit, in your heart. You will realize that that emotional stuff doesn't go deep than the love of Jesus Christ. And it will help you come from underneath to that stuff so that when something happens, the Holy Spirit can bring that word back up to you so that you can enjoy and live and fight the good fight because of the word and the love of Jesus Christ that is in you. I'm telling you, you need to know who you are in Jesus. Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2. Verses 10 and 19. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Look at this. We are his workmanship. He is the potter, we're the clay. You have to understand that. Our submission to God is so important. And who helps us in that submission is the power of the Holy Spirit. As we work and study the word, he helps us to submit to God because there's work to do. See, you have to understand something. You got to read the scriptures. You got to know the scriptures. You can't just go to church, jump, holler, cry, stay on the bench and do nothing and do nothing. Faith without works is dead. But here, we are his workmanship. He is so proud of you and I eternally and supernaturally because we are his children. We are his children. You are his child. And he wants to work through you. He wants to do those good works. So that's why we need to know the scriptures. You need to know because we're doing the work because we are ordained to walk in those works. We work, we walk, we work, we walk. We hear the word, and so then we work the word. It's important that you know, verse 19. Now, therefore, ye are no strangers, no longer, no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints 
and of the household of God. Listen to me carefully. We all belong to the body of Christ, each and every believer, black, white, Indian, Pakistani, Chinese, all of them. When you come to Jesus Christ, you are part of an eternal supernatural body of Christ. Let's read this again. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers nor foreigners, but fellow citizens. So what does that really mean? Yeah. The division, the wall that we put up with Baptist, Methodist, Church of God and Christ, Church of Christ, all of this was, was walls that we put up. We put up those walls. But the Bible is letting us know that when we come to Jesus Christ, we are fellow citizens with all the saints, with all the saints. So why do we put up these walls? Why do we have all these denominations? Okay, because of natural issues, natural problems, natural pride, all of this stuff. Yes, maybe there may be uh, situations where, but yet we have to understand beyond those situations, we are all fellow citizens with all the saints in Christ Jesus. And we are in the household of God. You've got to believe it. You've got to trust the word of God. You've got to believe the word of God because it comes out of the love of God. First John 4, 4. Ye are of God, little children, and ye have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We have to understand, we are greater than you could ever think because of the love of Jesus Christ. Your mind can't comprehend it, but your heart and the power of the Holy Spirit knows it. So it's up to you to rehearse it, rehearse it internally so that your external mind and thought process can now realize how great you are in Jesus, how valuable you are in Jesus. And so when someone says that you are this, you're that, you're the other, you can stand up and say, no, I am a child of the most high God. But the thing of it is, it's not just a saying, it's a realization of your relationship in Jesus Christ. See, sometimes we pop off. I'm highly favored. I'm highly favored. Yeah, but do you understand what that really means? Do you know what it means or are you just popping off at the mouth? You have to understand the things that come out of your mouth, especially concerning Jesus Christ, has to come from the heart. You have to know it. You have to know it. And to know it means you have a relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. All of that is in relationship. It's a relationship. It's a relationship that each and every one of us need to have. We need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Everybody. You know, I, I see uh, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and you have these master classes. We have uh, all of this stuff. And I'm reading, I'm reading. But there's one thing, two things, three things missing. Number one, nowhere does it talk about Jesus Christ. Nowhere. It may hit a scripture here, hit a scripture. Understand, if you're going to be in leadership, 
entrepreneur and you're a believer, everything you do is rooted and grounded in the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you are afraid to write it, stand up with it, Jesus said, if you are ashamed of him here, he will be ashamed of you in heaven. We can no longer allow media, government, whatever, to squash the name of Jesus Christ. They're trying to do it on the outside, which we some of us have accepted. But we have to understand Jesus Christ is the foundation of your salvation. So then in that relationship, you're not afraid to tell everybody about Jesus. You can't be afraid. If you're going to be a leader, you have to understand that Jesus Christ is the foundation of every leader. But then we have to understand that in leadership, there's a part where you have to serve. Everybody wants to become a leader, but who's helping the people that are actually doing the work? Nobody. See, this is why we're in trouble. Everybody, you know, you see this stuff on Facebook now. We want to get six figures, seven figures. But yet, all it's doing is crushing the people that are actually doing the work. We're looking for money. We're looking for to get rich, to get the money and all of that. There's a place for it, but there's not a place for it when you start damaging others to get it. What we have to understand is we got to go back to the basics. You have to redo your business plan as a believer. Because your business plan must be based and rooted in Jesus Christ. Because if it's not, you allow sin to come in and creep in. And before you know it, here we go. Before you know it, churches and Christian uh, business start dabbling with AI. What is AI? AI is artificial intelligence. It is artificial. It's not real. All of our data comes from the word of God. That's where we build our business. We build it by loving and sharing and caring for one another. We do customer service. Who is your customer? Your customer is the people that work for you. They're your customers. You have to make sure that they have everything they need to do the work that will glorify God and build the kingdom of God. That's it. Once you give them everything, then they can serve others as you serve them. Uh, that's for that's, that, that's something uh, uh, for another day. I'm working on a podcast about doing that because, you know, you see the you see people on the ground trying to work as hard as they can, but they're being treated, even in a Christian environment, they're being treated so bad because we want to make the money. We want to build business. We want to make money. And if we can't make money, then we lay people off. That's not the way it's supposed to be in a Christian organization or even in a church. Everything is based on Jesus Christ. Let me give you a fact. If you believe or you should believe that God created heaven and earth, you believe that he owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. Don't you think God can give you everything you need for your business if you follow and obey what he tells you? Come on now. 
Because sometimes we believe, and when things get worse and sin comes in, we revert to a different system. The system that God created is for you and I to work. Nothing else. We work the system, and the system works. Because that's love. That's the love that God has shed abroad in our hearts. He shed that love that we can work out of that, that we in turn love one another as Jesus Christ has loved you and I. He said we're to love our neighbor. We're to love others as he has loved us because they will know us by our what? Our love, not our hatred. Listen, we're so divided. We even, as a church, we even took on Republican, Independent, Democrat. You know, what does all of this stuff mean? What really does it mean? For the church, it shouldn't mean anything. Everything should be based on Jesus Christ. Everything should be based on the faith and the love he's given us to work it out. The word of God has a solution for every problem. Jesus Christ is the solution for every problem because he destroyed the power of the sin. He destroyed all of that so that now we are reconciled to God. We can go to God. That's why prayer is so vitally important. I'm telling you, if you want to know more and more of the love of Jesus Christ, take the scriptures. Go, you know, if, if, You've gotten my book, Rejoicing in My Salvation and Rolling a Bundle. It has a section on there, Agape Love. Go to there. And I guarantee you, as I wrote the book and then I went through because I teach it in Pakistan, India, and, 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 and uh, uh, Africa, I teach it. Searching, man, I've got an extra page of scriptures. I got all of this. And I teach out of those scriptures. Because, see, if you if you do get the book, I'm telling you, it reverts back to God. It reverts back to Scripture, and it helps you grow. It helps you be strengthened in Jesus Christ, okay? It helps you become a disciple of Jesus. And I'm working on this thing about discipleship. You know, it's, it's, it's we have people teaching things that they don't even know. And I'm trying to create just simple disciple, just very simple discipleship. But whoever's going to teach it has to know it and be discipled themselves. You can't give stuff to people say, hey, teach this, and they don't even know it. It's done in the church over and over and over. But before, you have to be a student of it and then anointed to teach it. I'm telling you. The love of Jesus Christ is so real. You can get up off the sick bed. You can get up out of the headaches, out of depression, out of all of this stuff because of the love of Jesus Christ, because of the love of God. He shed his blood for you and I. He died for you and I. That's love, L-O-V-E. That's that eternal, powerful love. You don't have to stay down because he was risen. Think about this. The power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. The same one that raised him is the same one that birthed him and the same one that filled him and the same one that Jesus said when he goes, 
He's going to give us the spirit of truth, a comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit to help us forever. So see, that love is supernatural. It is supernatural. You have it. I have it. Every believer has it. But you have to work within the confines of that love. And the best way to know it is to get into that prayer closet. Matthew 6, 6, when you enter in, spend some time in the love of God. Pray those scriptures back to God because they will not return void. He will share with you his unfailing love that he has for you that you will jump up and down in the spirit. Okay, in that realm so that you know that you know that you know that you're in relationship with one who loves you unconditionally, regardless if somebody threw you out the house. You need to know you're still loved and the Holy Spirit will send you to a place where you are loved. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Thank you, Dr. Keetra, for last week. I'm still relishing on that. And I thank God for those who have shared, because I just saw it shared again uh, uh, yesterday and today. You know, the love of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ lives inside of you. Work that love. Know that love. Understand the power, <clears throat> excuse me, of that love. I will see you next week, next Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. And listen, share it all over the world. Know the love of Christ. Know, know meaning have a relationship in that love so that you can grow in Jesus and work out of that love so that people can know that you are loved by Jesus and you can love them too. Blessings. I will see you again next Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, share it around the world. Love you. And your comments, let me know if this is really blessing you, meaning it is workable for you. Blessings. Enjoy. <laughs>